Okay, check, check. Bone ready. Check, check. All right. Three, two, one, and we are live. Hoorah. Actually live this time. Yeah. We have some technical difficulties, but we're we're back up. Um <clears throat> so this is episode number four. The last episode that we did was probably five months ago. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, five months, I'd probably say, because it was probably a couple weeks. So the first three episodes of this podcast that we did, um, my wife, Haley, was very pregnant. Mm -hmm. And now you're not. Yeah. We have a newborn. We have a newborn. She's not even, I mean, actually, she's not even considered a newborn anymore. She's an infant. Yeah, she's four months, five months old this month. She's almost five months. I would say it has been, yeah, five months since our, because you were super pregnant. Yeah. We were like a couple weeks away. And yep. then we were like, here's how dumb we are. We, and if you, if you watch episode three, this is just an audio recording. Um, we like to do the video, but um, so with, uh, we found in with two kids <laughs> and the amount of time we have, the audio version is going to work best for this episode, just for us. Um, with the time we have but if you watch the third episode which is on youtube um that we said we were gonna like do oh, we're gonna do the podcast in the living room we're gonna do, we're gonna <laughs> yeah. do it right after we have the baby no that we were dumb and naive and stupid we're like we're already parents we can we can do it we'll figure it out no yeah we yeah um there's some debate about you know which transition is the hardest from Two to three, you know, one to two. I would say the hardest for sure transition for kids or like as parents is zero to one. That's by far the hardest. And I I, I don't have three kids, but I think that uh, from one kid to two kid is definitely like, oh, um, well, I can't be in two places at one time. So this is... Uh, mind-blowing it just it wasn't what we expected and we thought we were going to do all these things and here we are just doing our best um i would argue and i don't i'm going to argue with you i'm going to disagree with you and say that we thought one to two was going to be a cakewalk and it has not been yeah no i i remember the first like two weeks just like losing my mind because two kids were crying at the same time, and you can't possibly help them both. Right, and I was, I was still like, she was born July eighteenth, and I work, I work in the field during the summer, so I had to go like when I went back to work, I was like, back in the field, <laughs> and full time, like sun up, sun down, and then, but any, hold on, just before we move on, back to that, uh, I we can't speak for two to three, because that is probably a nightmare. I'm yeah, but it, it, I understand, but now, okay, I can't speak to that because I'm not a parent of three, but I do daycare now. That's true. And it's like, okay, you throw in one more kid, what's one more on top of, you know, whatever? I, you're, you're right. You do, so one thing uh, Haley did, uh, she, she quit her job um, to stay home with the kids mm-hmm. and to supplement the, the miss income. She's doing daycare, and we actually found out. We do better now with daycare than we did. Well, it's pretty close. It's yeah, it's a wash. It's close, but it's it's not less than, which is what I was scared of. Right, and even I mean, even if it was, that's not a, a huge deal. But um, it's nice that we didn't lose anything, and you still get to stay home with the kids. Yeah. So you're right. I, for me, I think I would struggle with three, two. You are even. Yeah. One parent per that's child. That's fair. So like when I feel I feel like when I'm home, I can take Bryn. Uh, Bryn's our two. She's she's our two and a half year old. I can take her. We can play, and then you know Haley can take the baby, um, and it just you know I don't know. It seems like it. I I think that three, for you is probably for you probably would be easier maybe for you. But I'm gonna speak for myself. Mm-hmm. Terrible, for me. I would just lose it. <laughs> Depends on the age. Like if we were to have one. If, yeah, if that's you were to, If you were to be pregnant. Age is huge. If you were to be pregnant right now, that means that Lakely wouldn't even be two. So we would have oh, we would right. have a three and a half year old, 
a one and a half year old and an infant. And I right. would be swan diving off the roof <laughs> every day until I didn't get up. <laughs> I just remember coming home with our baby and like just crying. Being like, I can't. How does anyone do this? I can't. You can't be two places at once. But I just want to fix everything. It was a learning curve for sure. Um, I told a funny story at work the other day. Uh-huh. I'm going to tell it now. You know, okay. you know what story it is? I'm no. going to tell it anyway. No. Uh, I left for work last week on Friday. Oh, yeah. And I think Haley thought that I might have either been gone or maybe she didn't maybe she knew I was home and didn't care but uh she was so tired our newborn she's not even tired lately our infant hasn't even like she just hasn't she's just been sleeping so terrible I think I think it's a combo of like teething slash uh like like neck chiropractic issues slash sleep regression because she's that that four four or five month thing and that's right so so she went Haley probably went Five nights in a row with maybe two hours of sleep, which would kill me. I would cr- I would cry. I would cr- cr- cradle me. So, uh, anyways, she's on, like, no sleep. And it's probably, like, 6 a.m. I left the house at, like, 6. And the Not baby... to keep interjecting, but it also makes it just so much harder when I know that kids are coming at 7. Right. So, kids, she's got a bunch of daycare kids coming at 7. No sleep. It's Friday. And or maybe it was Thursday. It, it doesn't matter. But anyways, Lakely's crying and screaming and crying and screaming and not sleeping. And Bryn, Bryn had been up a couple times, so she had two kids that were up multiple times. And um, I got up. I, was, I had to go to the field. I had to go in the field that day, putting on my boots at the stairs. And you cursed out an infant. I'm not going to say thing. what you said. Here's the thing about cursing out an infant, though. As long as you do, well, I was, I sounded annoyed, but I didn't yell. You get louder as these go on. Sorry. No, it's okay. I can just see the, the things like redlining. Oh. Anyways, go ahead. I didn't yell. I was definitely annoyed. But infants can't speak English. They don't know what no, you're saying. They, they, she didn't know what you said, and she was too busy crying and screaming to even <laughs> probably hear you. But I heard you, and I was like, gotta go. I'm leaving. I'm, going, I'm not sticking around. I told that story at work, and the guys at work, you know, first of all, if you think that that we're bad parents because we cussed out a, an infant, uh, you're not a parent. So um, I'm just going to say that right now. Uh, yes, parents get very irrationally upset with their babies. And not that, you know, like Bryn, we never talk. Brynley speaks very well. She talks very well. And, you know, we, we're teaching her respect and, you know, it's just, but when you have no sleep and it's the middle of the night and, and they can't eat and there's that communication barrier is not there. I feel like it's easier with, with Bryn because you can talk to her and like actually like calm her down by talking to her. Right. But with an infant, it's just, it's just like nonstop. Oh my, and it's just like, you know what, if you've never been through that and you're like, why did you cuss out a baby? Well, you don't have a baby. You've never had a baby. Shut your mouth. And if, and if you are a parent and you're like, well, you, I would never do that. Shut up. Shut up. Bet that you, we're not friends. Yeah, we wouldn't be friends. We wouldn't hang out with you. Bet that you really don't see your you, kid that often. You preppy prick. <laughs> you either have a nanny, yeah. and you know whatever. You're just don't talk to us. My mom said something to me, and it was, "You you've never felt the true frustrations of parenting until you flipped off a two year old that's walking away from you." And um, that's so that's a good one. Yes, I. <laughs> it, it's like every day. Every I could. You know, uh, he just. And I'm you, a big eye roll gal when yeah. I turn around. And you love your kids so much. I love our kid. I love our kids more than anything. I cry thinking about our kids <laughs> all the time, but they drive me through the wall. <laughs> and, I think that's the point. Yeah, you and know. Like, and one of my one of our really good friends. Um, well, I grew up with her. She's like a second mom to me. Her name's Lori. Um, she says, "God made babies cute, <laughs> so you don't kill them <laughs> when they're young." <laughs> and she is right. She, it, it's just that like perfectly sums it up. Well, and like I said, it was definitely a hard transition from the the one to two. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. No kids to one kid, that was probably the the hardest. Oh, hands down. 
but we, then you get the thing is you forget how you forget how easy life is before and i don't mean like easy like i wouldn't go back for anything but you forget how like you just oh we're gonna go do this tonight before, yeah. if you don't have kids right there's no planning you just yeah oh. we feel like going here right, right. now and then, then you have Together. your then you have your first kid, and that's the hardest thing to adjust. Like your schedule no longer matters; what you want to do doesn't matter. Yeah, it's all about what um, your babies need, what your baby needs. Mm-hmm. So then, once you get used to that, then you get into a schedule, and then you know, like Bryn was like, you know, one and a half, almost two. We got a crying baby. One and a half, almost two. I'm gonna keep talking. Yeah, you can just go up and help her. Yeah, you. You know, I'll go. and as. So then you kind of get used to that, and then you have a second one. And then the schedule for the first one's all messed up, so now you're redoing that schedule, and you're trying to make a schedule for a newborn who doesn't care when you want them to sleep. They'll just sleep all day and scream all night, and then you still, that needs to sleep. So, you know, for for me, and I think Kaylee would agree, um, it's definitely hardest when you go from zero to one for us so far what we've what we've encountered our real life experience because you go from being you know just whatever you want to do and then you now you have a person that literally if without you they don't survive so now that's your number one priority but then when you again when you add the second one it just it we were like well, we're already good parents it's not gonna be a big deal we're just gonna you know she'll just jump right in no she doesn't the baby doesn't care they don't care, and they'll scream, and they'll cry. And and like I said, if you haven't cursed out an infant, are you even really a parent? Um, I don't know. I just know that, and like I said, Haley's upstairs, but I just know that, and I don't want to speak for her, but I really think that she would agree that um, now that we're kind of in like a normal schedule, it took us this long. Literally, we haven't, we wanted to do this podcast sooner. It just has taken us so long to get into a routine where it's like, okay, you know, before it was, you know, Brinley was in bed by 6.30, asleep by 7, 7.30, and then we had the rest of the night. Well, now it's like you got two kids that go down. One goes down, you know, between 6 and 6.30. One goes down between 6.30 and 7.30, depending on, you know, if <clears throat> if she napped that day or, or not. And then by the time you get, you know, like I said, she does daycare, so by the time you do dishes, get all that stuff done, it's like you're pushing like 8, 9 o'clock. And sometimes it's like closer to 9 before you even have any free time well then by that time you're like i'm just so tired we're gonna go to bed so now that we do kind of have a good routine going and and we're usually freed up by about 8 30 um so we're gonna try to do this podcast <clears throat> a couple times a week now um you know and i think we're just gonna do the audio because the videos take a long time for me to edit um and i don't i like doing the video editing i just I don't have the time, and, and we just enjoy sitting here talking to each other and, and kind of talking about our life experiences, and, and we're young, and, you know, like I said, we have two kids, and we're figuring things out as we go. Honestly, some days I feel like we're just running through the woods, a, a heavily wooded area with our eyes closed, hoping we're not hitting any trees, and we hit about 87,000 of them in a day. <clears throat> so, it, you know, it, like I said, it just it's hard to, to find time, to, you know, we, our family comes first. We got it. We, we put them first. Um, we're traveling for Christmas, so we're going to take some time off to do it over Christmas. But I'd like to get, you know, a few more episodes, maybe get up to like episode, you know, seven or eight before we leave for Christmas. Um, and then when we come back, obviously, we'd like to continue. We just enjoy talking and, you know, um, kind of sharing like our our life experiences. And, and, and like I said, we're young. We don't know everything. By, by far, we're learning everything as we go. But, um, you know, one thing that, that we learned this year that we probably should have learned already is when you decorate a Christmas tree. I'm, the only reason I'm thinking of this is because I'm looking at a Christmas tree. When you decorate a Christmas tree with children, um, the bottom half of the tree does has nothing on it. It's bare, naked. All the ornaments are from the top half up because uh, if you put, put ornaments within the reach of two-year-olds, uh, everything gets pulled off on the floor. And then we have this tree. It's got a little base on it, and it's got a switch. You can turn the switch on, and it'll spin. Well, the kids have found that switch, and they just will literally, like, you have to be like, get off from under the tree, get off from under the tree. And I think Brinley will, I mean, she's two, so she'll argue and scream, I'm doing whatever I want. And it's like, um, no, no, you're not. 
Um, and just, you know, I get really frustrated with Brinley because, and one thing that, and I know I'm kind of just going on a tangent because cause Haley's upstairs helping Lakely, but, like, when I was younger, um, I'm six foot three. I'm a, I'm a big dude. I've always been, I've always been, like, the biggest kid in, in, in grade school. I was always the biggest kid. Um, usually when I go somewhere, I'm the biggest guy. Um, and, but I looked when I was younger, I looked older than what I was. Um, it's like, for example, when I did wrestling, when I was a kid, I was like four years old and I was wrestling seven and eight year olds because I was just that I couldn't wrestle four year olds. They wouldn't let me. Um, but so like Brinley, she's two and a half and she has the brain and mind of a two and a half year old. She's very smart. She's talks, she talks very well. Um, she, she's just, she, and I'm not one of those parents like, our child is so smart, but she, but she's, she is, she's, she's very smart. Um, and she looks like she's four. So you want to treat her, even me as her dad, I want to treat her like a four year old. And it's hard because, you know, my mom said that she went through that with me. I look older than I was and now I'm doing it to my kid. And, you know, I get onto her because if she doesn't listen, she talks back, um, because and I think in my head, you know better. You know how you're supposed to act. In reality, she doesn't. She she doesn't know. She she has an idea. She knows when she doesn't listen that she's not. You know, she but she she doesn't have the ability or really the want or care to choose the rules of the household over what she wants. And that's something that has to be developed over time, and. Being two and a half, you know, I am sometimes harder on her than I probably should be, but it's because I expect her to act how she looks. And I have to remind myself whenever I get on to her, it's like, okay, in the end, she's still, she's not even three yet. She's two and a half. Um, but she's a two and a half year old that she can count up to like 30 and she can say her ABCs in full, you know? So it's like she, she does a really good job of like, you know, showing that she's capable of things. But at the same time, she's still only two. So, you know, that's things that you'd like, you just stumble in. And it seems like Haley's really good about reminding me, like, hey, look, okay, she, she doesn't know her at the time. Um, and so, I don't know. She's good about dialing me back and saying, look, you need to calm down. She's only two. But it's frustrating when you tell somebody, hey, stop doing that. What are you doing? You're going to hurt yourself. And then they end up falling, you know, like the other day, she was jumping up and on the couch. Hey, sit down, sit down. Do not stand on the couch. Don't jump on the couch. Well, then they don't listen. And you tell them, sit down, don't jump on the couch. And finally, she falls and starts crying. And you're like, well, I told you. But I vividly remember my mom telling me when I was a kid, stop rolling off the couch. And I rolled off and I cut my forehead open on a brick fireplace. We must be talking about how Brinley learns Well. We're talking. I was talking about how Brinley looks older than she is. Yeah. And I struggle with that because I want her to act how she looks. I and do too. My mom has told me over and over again, um, you know, you look older, and I had to deal with the same thing. Mm-hmm. But I, I said, you know, I trying to explain, you know, trying to explain how like we're figuring things out as we go. Um, we don't know everything. We just want to share what we do know. Yeah. Um, and our yeah. thoughts, but like also things that we struggle with like I really struggle because it keeps like pausing right but then it jumps ahead and it's at sequence at the right time maybe it's just the visual that's I think it's just I I hope so especially if the computer's laggy yeah or whatever but okay I I was just saying how like you know she doesn't listen and you expect her to listen like she's like she's should like she like it's hard I said she's a two she's two and a half Mm -hmm. but she can count and I'm like too like oh it just hits me in the feels because she'll just say something so so like you were just a baby last year and she'll say something that reminds you of that and you're like oh right she says stuff all the time that like she's so funny we were we were (laughs) eating we went out to eat the the other night and she all of a sudden like squints her eyes and starts talking in that, in like, so she loves the movie Monsters, Inc. She loves a lot of, of, of Disney movies. Or is Monsters, Inc. Disney or Pixar? It's Disney. Uh, it, that's the same thing, but yeah. Oh, it is the same. She So she just has this really good ability to two and a half. 
right? So she starts rehearsing the line where it's that the lady behind the counter and she's like, your paperwork is late. <laughs> Don't let it happen again. All, and we're like in the middle of dinner. She's like, always watching, Mike Wazowski. Always watching. And it just, we were like, what are you saying? And we finally figured it out. And I, I, got, it, I got it on video. And it is so funny it's so cute she's like such a character <laughs> she is a character she is literally she's an entertainer she is she is an entertainer for sure but she just she just she pisses me off i was like you can I, how can you love somebody so much and be like i just just stop it just 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 <laughs> yeah. so i've heard especially with little girls i mean little boys i'm you know that's a whole different monster. But with little girls, you want your little girls to be strong-willed and you want them to be, you want them to question authority and you want them to do these things, but not to you. And it's like, but, but what do you expect? I mean, they have to learn it at some point. You just have to survive these years of them growing up is what I've heard and harness that energy in a positive way. And that's all we're trying to learn how to do. And it's not easy. Right. One thing that like I, um, I heard this, and I don't know, I don't know who I heard say it, but it was like, um, it was this woman, and I, it was on some social media, but uh, she, she was with her high school sweetheart, and her dad was talking to her, and he said, you know, I love your boyfriend or your your fiance. They were engaged, mm-hmm. um, and he's like, I think that he's a great man. I think he treats you well, but I'm not paying for a dime of the wedding until you buy your own house. And I was kind of like, when I first heard that, I'm like, just like, you know, whatever. Let her move in with him. Let her. But the dad was saying, he, he in his mind, he was like, no. The lesson was he wanted his daughter to realize that she didn't need him. Right. Like, you can do it on your own. You have your own house. You have your own job. You pay your own bills. Right. You're self-sustaining, and you don't need to be in this relationship. I mean, you she loved him very much and the, mm-hmm. and the father's like i love him very much but i don't want you needing him like right. i want you to be independent i want you to be self sufficient and that kind of hit me where i was like that's how our girls should be yes our girls should be where they don't feel like they have to be with somebody because they need to be with them mm-hmm. it, you know and i don't think that they ever i mean knowing our how especially brinley how she is she's yeah. so she's going to drive so many guys away they're going to they're not they don't, she's going to eat them up like for lunch, right? I don't think she'll drive anyone away. I just don't think they'll be able to handle. Well, that's what I mean. They're not going to be able to handle right. the fact that she can take, you know. But that's how you want your 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 girls that's exactly to be. What you want? You want them to be able to take care of themselves and and to not be like I oh I need someone to provide for me. Mm-hmm. And not that it's bad to have a man that provides for a woman. You know, I think no, that that's a good thing because if 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 we don't we we have two girls, but if we had a son. I'd be teaching him that he has to provide for his family, that he's, you know, that, that this, and, and that's, you know, I, nothing against any other views, points of view, but, um, you know, I just, I, I'm a firm believer that, you know, uh, a man should be able to take care of his family. But I'm also a firm believer that my daughter should be able to take care of herself and not need that. Does but that that's when sense? you, yeah, because that's when you have a good team. Right. That's when you have a man and a woman that can take care of each other and take care of their family together. Right. And, and like, you know, we're, I just, I think that we, we, we instill good values in our girls. Brinley already has such good manners. She says, yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Please. And thank you. And I, but I just, and she's so independent and, and she's so hard headed. And I think if that's directed in the right focus, it can be a really good thing. Totally. Um, but that's our job. <laughs> We're trying. Yeah, yeah, it's it is. This is by far the hardest job. I think we have a good kid, though. Right, we do. She's she's got a good heart because she, you know, if if have you ever noticed that, like, if you get hurt or you do something, she's like very concerned. Oh yes. Yeah, she's got a good heart. Even if even if like we're joking together or you're telling me a story or you're telling me about something that happened and you're getting like louder she'll she'll interject and be like you you know what does she say like talk nice to daddy or talk nice to Lakely or she's just she's very like defends those that she loves and she's always right there if you 
She wants to kiss it if you have an owie. And, yep. Oh, she's so awesome. And she loves, I mean, even like, so my my side of the family, they live in a, in the southern part of the States, and she doesn't get to see them as often, but we, we do FaceTime a lot. And she, like, she just, she her heart is so big. She loves everybody. Like mm-hmm. she, anytime we call my mom, she's so excited to talk to Gigi. Mm-hmm. She loves talking to Cuckoo. Like, so every every grandma and grandpa in my my family, they have a name. So we've got a Gigi, which is my mom. So that's Brinley's grandma. We've got Cuckoo, who started out as Mimi. She was for me when I was growing up. She was called Mimi, but um, my nephew <laughs> calls her Cuckoo, and now all the kids call her. All the great grandkids call her Cuckoo. Um, my dad is Papa, which is, you know, not to be confused with my grandpa, who's Papa. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, we've got, you know, everybody's just got like a, like a name. And that's just how my family is. But she loves when we call Gigi and Cuckoo and, and Papa and Papa. And like she just, and she knows them all. Um, because, and a part of it is because I think that she's able to understand the phone thing, like the FaceTime thing. And like, right. you know, and I mean, she's met my family and, and she loves spending time with them. But. You know, but then she, you know, your side of the family, she loved, like, your parents live nine blocks away. Right. So, you know, she gets to see Cece and, and Grandpa all the time, and she loves them. But it's just the thing that I was worried about was, like, that okay, she would, she's yeah. going to, like, really be involved with your family and not so much mine just because of the distance. Well, the opposite's happened. She loves just being on the phone, and she knows. She can tell if I call my mom and my mom's on speaker, she knows it's Gigi. She knows her voice. And she knows Cuckoo's voice. And, you know, she just, and she, and she, she loves so many people. And it's, it, it is truly amazing to see how big her heart is. Oh, and even just, just like, with friends. Like yeah. every morning, you know, we have daycare kids and she'll come down the stairs and she'll say, hey, you know, and she'll say their names and she'll, um, you know, run to the door to greet everybody and most of the time, kids get here pretty early, and they're pretty yep. ornery still. But she wakes up every morning, and she's just jacked and so happy and, yep. like, ready to see people and socialize and off. Oh. Well, and the thing, you know, I'm not trying to sit here and just be like, oh, our kid is, I just. Oh, yeah, we are you know, kind of I, doing that. We but. are. We are. I just appreciate how good she's been, even, like, with when you open the daycare, because the number one thing we were like is, like, okay, two things that she's never had to do. She's never had to, she's never had a sibling she's had to share with. Yep. And she's never had to share her own home with anything. So now she has to share it with... And mom. Not, and mom. And she's got to share mom. So now she has to share her home, her mom, and her toys with not only her sister, who's going to live here forever, yeah. but also all these other kids that are coming in the house. And to start, yeah, she struggled with it. And it yes. was hard. But, you know, one thing that, like, my mom came, you know, told us was, like, put, like, special toys up in her room, you know, because her room's upstairs. That like the other kids don't get to play with, and so that she knows that those are just for her. Mm-hmm. So now she's got we've got toys that are for like the daycare that everybody can play with, and then she's got her special toys and things like that. But she's done a really good job of like just being able to share and share her home and share her mom, which that I think was the hardest part. Yeah, that hit her really hard because yeah. she's 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 a mama's girl. She is very much so. And, and I'm, that's okay. She's just very much so attached to you. Mm-hmm. Like, you you are her, like, person. Mm-hmm. When she needs something, when she's hurt, when she's crying, when, you know, when she's sad, she wants mom. Right. But I think Lakely's going to be a little daddy's girl. I think she, she is, too. As she's five, almost five months old, and she just <laughs> stares at me. And if and she hears smiles. dad, even if she's, not to be graphic, even if she's on the boob, she'll, like, pop right off so she can find where her dad is. Yep. It's <laughs> just super Which, awesome. truthfully, and I don't mean Brinley. Right. Like, I remember thinking, and this is, like, I feel bad that I felt this way, but, like, when Brinley was six months old, I was like, I don't do anything for this baby. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, you do all the, you, you feed her, you know, you're with her all day. I I was, tra- at my last job, I was traveling so much, so I was gone all the time. And so I'm like, I just, I, like, this baby's like, who's this dude? Like, yeah. that's how Brinley, like, truthfully. But now with Lakely, I'm fortunate enough that I'm home every night now. With, yeah. With it, I have a new job. Well, not really new. I've been there for two years. But um, it, it it's a job that we will be home. So, like, you know, that's helped out with Brinley. But it's also, I think it's helped out with me just being around Lakely where she's just like, oh, that's, you know, she, like, that's dad. Yeah. And she's she's very comfortable. gets to see you all the time, which right. is really nice. But like I said, I never got that with Bryn. So no. it's nice to, 
you know, selfishly, it's like it's nice to be like, oh, she wants to see me. That's she not selfish. It kind of is. No, it's not. Well, yeah, but. I get to see her all day long. I know. I don't know. I just, she's, I think she's going to be a daddy's girl. And, and one thing is that she is, so when Brinley was born, she was like off the charts, like massive baby. Yeah. Like, and not like, she wasn't like, like heavy. She wasn't like. No, a, she wasn't she like. She just was super tall and she had a, a massive head. Like they were like, she, and she was like too skinny. Like uh, they couldn't keep, she couldn't, uh, she was so big that her, she couldn't supplement um or they had to supplement breast milk because you couldn't produce enough. I'm to... pretty sure that whole time I it just wasn't enough, and that's probably why I just never slept because she, she was just insatiable. Like I could never keep right. up with her. But like Lakely was like, first of all, can we talk about? And we didn't talk about this. The delivery of the difference yeah. between so yes. Lakely Lakely totally. was a, a normal baby, like <laughs> just like you know 60th percentile for weight and height and everything. She was like the, like just an a totally like just standard yeah. standard baby size <clears throat> but so brinley was so big and it was your and it was your first delivery yeah um which is already hard so brinley got stuck and um it was like they almost had to do uh, a cesarean section because an emergency they, one. yeah they had like a whole staff of like people there ready to deliver ready to go to go to surgery um, luckily she came out, uh, they used a suction, a plunger, the suction cup thing. Right. They used it on, anyways, we were there for like two days. And I pushed for like six hours or something. Yeah. Just insane. It and was we, long. The whole entire medical team and it was very intense. And so like, I would hear about people giving birth and people that want to have birth at home and stuff. And I'm like, how... And, and women talking about, like, loving their birth. And I'm like, what are you even talking about? Like, it just never. Okay, I'm going to go. I'll be right back. Yep, she's got to go help Lake again. She's See, this is this is what it's like having two kids. This is how often this baby wakes up. There is no sleeping. Um, but, yeah, so, like, the first birth, Brinley's birth, was so long and so drawn out. And it it was, once it was over, it was, like, the greatest. Like, I remember just sobbing, crying. Um it was like the, the the best day of my life was when Brinley was born. And then, you know, then Lakely comes along. And so we're like prepared. We're like, okay, we're going to be here for a long time. This is going to be, this is going to be like an ordeal, you know, because like we didn't know what to expect for the first one. The second one, we're like, okay, we know how this goes. It takes, you know, two days. And, you know, <laughs> it takes six hours. I pack snacks. I pack, I pack, you know, we pack waters because like I didn't, and the first one I didn't eat. Yeah. And then it comes to push for Lakely. And well, hold on. Let me do a little bit of backstory. We, I got to labor at home for a good chunk of it for a while. Right. So that was huge. Um, then when we got there, they were like, oh, you're at a six. Uh, we need to get you upstairs like right now. Right. And then we, there, was, there was no one on the floor, no other moms and babies. It was like the middle of the night, so all of our nurses were just like, yeah, okay, so we're just going to dim the lights for a while and let you just hang out, and then we'll be back in a little bit, and we'll just have this baby. Compared to Brinley, so that was like so intense and just people coming in and out constantly. Yeah, well, you had to be induced for Brinley, too. You didn't go into neighbor, labor naturally. Right, so that was just another weird yeah. thing. But like... So then, yeah, anyway, so with Lake, you went into labor, you know, we got to do the whole, like, all right, all right, when we get to, you know, seven minutes for yep. contractions for all an hour, we're, you know, we're going to, but she went from, like, ten minutes to, like, five. She didn't even go, it wasn't, like, a progression. It was, like, I'm having contractions every ten minutes, and now it's, like, I'm having contractions every five minutes. And it was for, like, 40 minutes straight, and we're, like, we're not waiting until an hour. Let's go. No, yeah, and I'm glad we didn't. Yes. Yeah. So then we get there, and they get us, they're, like, okay, well, you're ready. So they get us up to the room. You know, um, mm -hmm. anyways, so we did that whole, you know, they did, you know, whatever. It, it really wasn't, like, that fast. Of, I think we went in at, like, 9 o'clock at night. Yeah. Yep. But you gave birth at, like, 3.30 in the morning. Right. Or something like that. And I don't really, I, it, was, it was, like, 3.30, 2 or 3 in the morning. Yeah. So it really wasn't that much time, but it was, you know, probably five five hours, six hours. Right. But anyways, she goes to push. To have, 
well, first of all, the doctor comes in and she goes, let's just do like a, a practice push. So a contraction started. She said, push for me, Haley, push. And, she, and like within like three seconds, she's like, please stop. Don't push anymore. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, she's like, you're ready. You're not, you know, she goes, I'm going to get, I'm going to get gowned, gloved up, gowned up, whatever. Yep. And then, you know, you're, whenever I, I'm done, we're going to push. Um, so Haley pushed for a total of 18 seconds. Yeah. And Lakely was born. Two pushes. It was like, yeah, one push for 10 seconds and one push. Like, the first push for, for, for 10 seconds, the head came out. And I was like, like, I, I just remember, like, we pushed for so long with Brent. <laughs> and the head, I was like, where is this baby? Like, where, there's no head. It's not coming. And then with Lake, I'm like, oh, shit, there it is. <laughs> She's, like, out. And then and then you pushed again, and she just came out. And then and her body came out, it yeah. it was, like, the, the, the easiest. And, and, like, the nurses were like, well, as far as delivery, well, that's, like, the best thing you can hope oh, for. Oh, and the lights were dim the whole time. And yeah. it was so relaxing. Like, honestly, yeah. we had, like, two nurses and one doctor. And yeah. it was just like, oh, good job. Here you go. We're just going to leave you be yeah. for a while. So our, our, our birthing, our deliveries were, like, the first one was just an absolute we had like 30 people in the room a yeah. surgical team ready to go people literally cheering yeah, they me were like, on because like, i was ready to give it. up you could yeah i remember you know you push and you're like i can't and we're like yeah you can she's almost out <laughs> and then this one it was just like just like a tuesday nope. <laughs> or wednesday it was a wednesday just whatever whatever happens yeah <laughs> no it was a sunday was it really a sunday it was i thought it was a wednesday nope okay well i don't know what i'm talking about it's <laughs> <laughs> like I just remember it was like like you you, you just like it was like honestly we that was we, awesome we we I never we never would have done this and I I I have a good friend who who did a home birth and and props to him and his wife they are much cooler than we are but <laughs> yeah, true I, I could, but we could have done legally at home oh for sure I could have birthed you yeah we didn't a we monkey, didn't feel like a we... monkey could have birthed legally you did everything it was like <laughs> no no it was like easy but um yeah I just. And, and you know maybe if we you know if you if we have a third maybe we maybe we, I don't know I don't maybe we like have a midwife at the house or something consider that I don't know right but um you know we we don't know but I do know that it was just such different stories and I remember it was like over and then it's like <laughs> well that was easy like, it, it was, really I, was I didn't have to do anything no it I was. was just once I got that epidural I was like let's do whatever I don't care I'm down yeah. sure and and awesome. and. and Answer this. Knowing what you know now about how quickly she came out, if you could redo it, would you do the epidural again? Yeah, every every time. time. Yeah, that's every right. time. Yeah, that's, that's because how fast again. she came out probably would have just rocked my world. Yeah, it was, you know, and then, you know, honestly, like, even like the weird thing was, so like, with, and it, again, Brindley was your first, it was a long recovery. Like, it was like, yeah. It, like, I remember, like, she could hardly walk. You had to wear, like, the not to get you but you had to wear yep. like, the diapers because you like there was just so much going on yeah the ice packs yep. like forever yeah and then you had to get like the dermaplast like the num- yeah. numbing spray this one you were you like walked to the van we went to get fast food like the next day you like, yeah. walked to the van sat down oh yeah i feel fine i did and you were sore obviously but like no but yeah not anything compared to that right. it was just it was just a night and day difference between and it, anyways i i it just makes me laugh where it's like we were just we're like prepping for like this long drawn out ordeal and it was like 18 seconds of pushing like, you're done <laughs> and and there was no like you know like brindley oh gosh um, yeah because you know she they she couldn't keep her blood sugar up and then like lake was just like yeah you're you she's good you, she's like, good you got enough yeah, you, you're you producing could, enough you it's fine literally birth her. she latched right on no problems right. yeah we got really lucky yeah i just i was like oh and she's just been a dream of a baby. Like, seriously, she has always been, like... Well, other than the sleep. But okay, she's been but, a good baby. But even since she was born, she would... Every single brand new baby wakes up every two hours to eat. Right, that's true. And if they don't, you need to be waking them up every two hours to eat. As right. So we were told. Um, but she would wake up, uh, we'd change her pants, feed her, she'd fall back asleep for another two hours. Which is like just I mean she didn't want to just sit and be awake. She's been right. such a good sleep. We've fallen really in, into good habits and. Uh, well, oh. the one the one thing I was talking about before while you were upstairs was like, it, okay, we were like, okay, we're already good parents. Like having a second baby is gonna be no problem. But the the, the hardest part, and this is why it's took taken us so long to get to where we're able to even do a podcast anymore, is like in there, and then oh, yeah. doesn't give a shit about your. Sleep. Oh yeah, they're just like. <laughs> 
oh, well, I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to sleep all night and I'm going to stay up, you know, I'm going to sleep all day. I'm going to stay up all night. Yep. And, but you still have a two-year-old that's like, hey, I got I to gotta sleep. I got problems too. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just, you know, it's just been. Yeah. We, We've, knock on wood, got a system now. Right. We're che- now that we're checking in around month five. But yeah, that is like crazy town. And you know what? I'm glad we're recording this because it's been a hot, hot um, debate in this house. It's not even a debate, but it's like, are we going to have a third baby? You know, what are we? I say, and here's, here's what happens to me, though. In the moment, I'm like, I feel very satisfied having our two girls. But then I was talking to you yesterday, and I was like, oh, she's already, like, not even so little anymore. And I just... Oh, and it's making me sad. And and you said, "Yeah, we're not done. Well, You're not no, going to want to be the done." Thing. And I'm like, "I don't know." In my probably, I don't know. In my mind, we run a daycare now. Yeah. And we've got two kids, and so yeah, a third one. I think I think a third one is going to come with challenges that we couldn't. We don't. Like, you're outnumbered. And, yeah. And everybody says like two. To, you know, one to two is easy. Two to three. No, well, I first did, of all, anyone that says that one I to would two like, is not easy. No. One, one to two may seem easy compared to two to three. But don't tell me one to two is easy, okay? And, like, all these people that are, like, and there's always, like, that, there's always, like, that set of parents that's, like, you know, one step further than you are. Like, like I remember when we had, when we had Brindley, we were, we were like, oh, man, being a parent's hard. And then, yeah. parents, then you have a parent, you know, parents that, are, that yes. have two. And then, and then, you know, and then, and then one, you know, and they go, wait, do you have three? And it's like, okay, well, you know, at some point you got to realize that just, I think that we can agree. Being a parent is hard. No matter, yes. what, no matter how many kids you have, it's no hard. No matter what. I would agree that in my, in my mind, though, like financially, um, the difference between two and three, like with you running a daycare, we you know we're not gonna pay for daycare and all. That. Right. I, I really don't. You know, we haven't spent a dollar on food for Lake yet. Yeah. I mean, diapers. True. Diapers are always expensive, but Bren will be. You know, I think if we have a third, Bren's gonna be out of diapers. I think it really is gonna be pretty negligible. Now, as they get older, obviously they get more expensive. I understand that. Totally. But I'm just saying that it's like. <laughs> In my mind, having a third one isn't going to be a big deal. I'm, I'm, more, I, I'm more than. I, mean, I grew up. In I, a, know, I know. I grew up in a household like, of four kids. Let's do it. I know. I, I wouldn't be like if you were pregnant now, which and we, she could be, <laughs> but if if you were, like, I wouldn't be like, oh, oh, shit. Like I would be like, no, yeah. Well, here we go. We're having right. a third. Right. What? What? What is? What's? What is? We're already. Here's the thing. Jim Gaffigan, <laughs> and he describes. He's had. He's got like five babies. And he's and here's here's my acronym that he this is his not not mine this is his but he goes, you know what it's like having a f- five babies. He goes, imagine you're in a pool, and you're drowning, <laughs> and then someone throws you a baby. <laughs> he goes, that's what it's like. I really think that like having more kids, it's like it's already chaos. So what? Oh, what are you just gonna add more? Like the chaos right. isn't gonna go away. It's right. Just more chaos. Just chaos. Our life. I I remember when we when we were having Grinley. We had my family over, and like, okay, first of all, my family didn't do anything wrong by any means, but, but no, I had lived, I had lived on my own. I, I moved out of the house when I was eighteen and went to college, and then you know we, then you and I lived together. Yep, we didn't have any kids. We had we had uh, one dog. We we both had roommates, and we had part. You know, you then you you have you have roommates in college, and you have like party times, but it's still pretty much like you have a lot of alone time. Right, and then we. Got together and we moved in two and, dogs and it was so, there was no chaos really. And we and but we it was we controlled when there was chaos so we were like okay yes if we're gonna go out to the bars tonight we yep. know it's gonna be loud we know it's gonna be hectic. right but hey if it's a Friday night we're like we're tired let's just have a quiet night in it yeah. was actually quiet right so then I remember like when we were having Lake or uh, uh, Bren, um you know my family came to visit and and we had uh, at that point we had two dogs one of them. Uh, was a year old and one of them was like four uh-huh. so they were both you know in their boxers so th- they're hyper and my nephew was hyper so they're running around the house and the dogs are you know the dogs are running chasing my nephew and my you know we had so many people in the house and it was just chaos and i wasn't used to it and i and my mom looked at me and she's like what is wrong with you like and I'm, like, I'm like mom i'm just not i'm just not used to this i'm not used to this chaos i i, I can't take it right well now i'm like Pff. like chaos it's our life now we have literally five children running around every right. single day screaming. Right. You just and then to, and then our baby. Yeah, you just learn to tune it out and like but yeah. that was something that you had to learn to do. So like yep. again, we went from no chaos, controlled life, controlled what we everything that we did to 
just pandemonium yeah. with having one and now it's just like i said if we have another one it's just going to be more chaos and and not gonna to me it's not gonna be a big deal no but um i'm not saying we should but i did say and i will say this i'm saying this to our listeners and i know that I'm you're sure also I've recording this just so it's on yep record. just what's so on record once i get a vasectomy <laughs> once i get a vasectomy which i will happily do which i appreciate no i will but once i get a vasectomy i am never ever and but i mean you could. no listen listen to me very carefully this I'm is very like, serious. I am never getting I'm, it I'm aware. reversed. So if it's like I go get a vasectomy and then all of a sudden you say, oh, I wish I, we had a third kid. I'm going to go, tough shit. <laughs> tough shit, Sherlock. <laughs> We're done. Well, I mean, we, we, we've always talked about adopting. And that is something that we may consider doing for a third child is adopting. Um, you know, because we're like, we're not, we are not rich or wealthy by any means. But we, we could provide a good life for a baby that is in foster care and you right. know but anyways that's a discussion for another day but yeah, yeah it's just if i get a vasectomy i'm done forever it is never getting undone ever i think i've heard you say that like nine million times well, well i'm going to say it until the day you make your it's <laughs> up to you I, like i said i'm cool with three kids i have I got a, three kids four kids what if care. you get to the appointment and then i call you like no leave 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 cancel 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 it's Will fine you leave yeah no that's fine okay. I will until they put if once it's done like <laughs> I you know if I'm on the operating table and they they got me hooked up and yeah, you, I'm yeah. not going to answer my phone right 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 you got but sh- up until they t- you can't have access Let's, here's to the, phone. the thing how about this don't call me <laughs> <laughs> if I'm going to get a vasectomy we've made don't call me no uh I might have thoughts no no you make sure no those, that's not fair yeah, you said well, until it's done no it is fair because you need to think hard about this decision for me and my haven't you seen my the movies jewels. where it's like when the when the when the person's on the plane this is not like, relevant no and then you this is not relevant because you have you have ample time to think about your decision i'll give you all the time you want or need <laughs> but once you once that once i go to the I, I, you have to go and get a consult first then you have to set an appointment <laughs> Then you you know you meet with your doctor you meet with you know the team here's what happens this is what this is what we do that's a consult yeah understood don't make it sound like it's more than that okay there's two appointments that happen <laughs> one of them yeah. is preliminary you have plenty of time if you call me <laughs> okay. when I'm on my way to get the vasectomy you it it you waited too long you should tell me you're having doubts before that <laughs> golly <laughs> like I said I'll do it. I'll do it happily. I don't I, care. I, I do appreciate that. I really do. I just. Uh, I really, I don't know. Like I said, three kids, whatever, four kids. What, what's the difference? But maybe just two kids. We don't know. Yeah. Well, we don't. And that we don't have to know. That's but you know what? Thing. For right now, two feels really good. It feels right. It does. Our house, you know, we, uh, uh, we, we, could, we could accommodate, you know, four kids. In this house, yep, we could, but we don't. We don't. We'd be at capacity. Yeah, I, I straight up do not want four children. No, I know. I understand that. I'm just saying, like, we're at a point where we're comfortable with two. We facilitate them easily with right. the house that we have. We don't have to worry about you know upsizing or. You know, right, like, right, right, right. It just, it just feels two feels good. It does. But like Doesn't I said, it sit well with you? Yeah, I'm fine with two. I said that. I know. If we have three, I don't care. <laughs> I all, know. All babies are blessings. To me. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. I think unless there's a whoops. No, nope, doesn't matter. No, unless there's a oh, whoops. Oh, for us. Yes, sorry. for I us. See, I'm sorry. I see what you're saying. If, if we have a whoops. Yes. Gotcha. Then, two, you know, two is we like, all right, meant to be. We, you know, here's the thing. My family is pretty well known for having whoops babies. <laughs> like that's. Like, it happens, it happens. I asked, I asked my mom, I go, you know, like, did you, none of you were planned. Like, none <laughs> of you were planned. We just, it just happened. Right. So, Brindley happened. We did, did. but, like, if we have another, I'm like, oh, well, oops. Right. <laughs> but, like, like, okay, so, like, the way that my family's structured is, like, there's, uh, I've got uh, two older sisters, and they're two years apart, and then I'm two years apart from them. So, it's like, my mom had a, a child every two years. Boom, 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 boom. You know what I mean? Boom, boom, boom. 
Sorry, mm-hmm. too many booms, whatever. And then, like seven and a half years after I was born, my little sister's born. Right. And again, like my mom said, none of our kids are none of her kids were planned. But I really don't think they were expecting, you know, and right. like my little sister's like every like I said, every baby's a blessing. Absolutely. She's a wonderful person. And you cannot imagine your life any oh, differently. No, I couldn't imagine my life without her. I couldn't imagine my life without anybody in my family. Right. You know, and there's you know, my every family has their deals, but in the end it's just they're everybody's here for a reason. Yes. So, totally. Yeah, I just uh I'm just it, like whatever. If we have one, great. If not, great. Great either way. You know what I will say? I was under this impression that you that you have this feeling of like we're done or we're not. <clears throat> no. Anybody that tells you that that everyone will be like, "You'll know." No. False. You won't. I you cuz I think that there I'm sitting here swaying back and forth. I think that there are some people that have one child and they are like, I'm never doing that again, ever. Okay, that's fair. But I think if you're like, if you have one, you're like, oh, that, like we need to have another one. Like that's right. We, right away, we're like, we got to have two. We can't just yeah. have one. We got to have two. Then I don't think you really can, like, you can't, you don't, I don't know if you'll know when you're done because you're, you're, but like some, I, I sorry, I'm not trying to disagree with you, but I think the only time no, somebody's like, fair. I am done is if they do it one time and they're like, I am never right that's fair and some people are that way that's fine i don't care whatever live your life do whatever you want to do i don't care and that here here's the thing my my reality about anything is just do whatever you want unless you're my child you're not gonna do whatever you want if you're my child. <laughs> period right but i don't know i just whatever right and i don't care i really don't i feel like we've beat this horse enough we can move on yeah mm-hmm. i just i I just feel like we've talked about having three kids or two kids. and We have for a long time. Because we could just talk about ourselves and our kids. I know. I could talk about long. our babies all all day. <laughs> um, one thing that we've done is we're doing Elf on a Shelf right now. And we actually, I just realized we need to. Uh... Um, she's on oh, the stairs. Did. She's on the stairs. Where on the stairs? Well, I didn't set her up. I was going to sneak in and put her in her room. For, for those of you that don't know what Elf on a Shelf is, basically, it's a, it's a lie you tell your children. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> I'm just kidding. anybody that's listening probably knows what that is. It, they do, but here's, it, I'm, I'm kidding, by the way. But it's it's a thing where you, <laughs> so there's an elf, and you tell your children that, you know, that, that your child, this is your special elf. So, like, this is Brinley's special elf. So it's only for her. But... Every day, every night, she, this elf, goes back to the North Pole and tells Santa how Brinley was, how she acted that day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, honestly, Brinley's a good kid, so it's not like, and we're never I like, I never oh, tell her, yeah. like, oh, you've been bad, yeah, or you're anything. on the naughty list now. We've never I, done that. We never tell her that. But she also really, she's a, she does, she's a good kid. But, so, but anyways, every morning... So every every night after she goes to bed, we hide this uh, elf, and so this elf's name is uh, Sugar Elfie Mistletoe because um, that's what little children name elves, I guess. Um, well, she wanted to name it Elf, and she wanted like, to name no. it Elf, and they were like, "Well, what about Sugar?" And then it was Sugar Elfie, and then and then she watches this show with something named Mistletoe, and so then she was like Mistletoe, and. No, I've been watching it. Yeah. It hasn't been out. I think it just cut out. Yeah. So anyways, this elf, I don't know what I missed, but um, this, uh, sorry, my mic cut out for some reason. I, I've been monitoring the, anyways, whatever. So she has to, we, we hide this elf at night, and she. the rule is you can't touch it because then it'll lose its magic. And really, we just don't want it to be a toy that she plays with, so we, we put it up high, so like we've got some stockings that are hanging above the TV. We put her in the stockings. We put her on a wine rack that's in the house, up in the tree. You know, we've got, you know, picture frames. But um, so when this, basically, every morning Brinley gets to come down and she gets to find where this elf is. Yeah. And it's kind of a fun little thing. But you know, we we've got a hider yet tonight. But my She's, mom, my mom does it 
you know right she's done it and so we kind of kind of like we that was kind of where we got the idea so. well yeah and um she uh she's still young so and we're still kind of really heavy on the we don't touch her but we don't trust really enough to not actually right. touch her so we always just put her up somewhere high she's not doing anything fun like you'll see people doing really elaborate ones i think we'll get there someday but not we, until we, we know. yeah we have to limit it to where because again she's two and a half yep. so she she probably has issues we know she has issues controlling her emotions and in a good yeah, and a bad yeah. way mm-hmm. but so like i think if we were like leave the room she'd like be playing with it and it's like okay totally fine. so we just put her up high and i don't know we're i was telling him that we're we're gonna try to do some some more of these episodes um before we leave for christmas we're gonna be gone for christmas and obviously we're not taking the stuff with us we're not right. taking the computer or the mics with us right over christmas but then when we come back we'd like to do this often like a regular thing i don't know how often we're gonna do it i'd like to do you know two two a week or something like that yeah i think that's realistic i think right now like right. me saying this tonight that sounds good right so no we're uh i think we're gonna wrap it up though because it's getting Should to we be do a couple um little card things to wrap it up i don't up. even know where the cards are i do you do as tradition, okay, I lied. We're not going to wrap it up yet. We're going to do two cards that, if she can find them, she's looking at for them. Now, there they are. Look at that. All right, I'm going to draw one from the middle here. These are, we did these in episode two and three, I believe. Just little question cards, just to... Just a little, just to spice it up a bit, you know. To, to finish the, to finish the podcast. Okay, so we both have to answer these. Right? Okay, what is it? What is your most unreasonable pet peeve? Oh. I've got mine. If you want to think. You go first. Okay, mine. I've got mine. Mine is, and and if you know me, you know that I have severe severe road rage if you cut me off it is it is don't do not go to the same location that i'm going to because <laughs> i will make a scene um but when somebody is either here's the thing if they're driving in my blind spot okay i was just gonna say it has to be the blind spot right, thing or or if i go to pass somebody and then they speed up right as i go to pass them so then they're in my blind spot they've been doing five miles under the speed limit now we're doing 90 because they don't want me to pass them, drives me nuts. I feel like that's not irrational. Though. It is. It's not unreasonable to get upset about it. It's unreasonable how upset I get. Okay, about fair. It. That's what I mean. Fair. I get. I get. I'm serious. If 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 I were to ever have somebody do that to me, and then they somehow were going to the same location as me, yeah, it would be it would be call the cops type of ordeal because <laughs> I get so angry i get so mad because it's like you and i think about it like i've got we've got two kids in the car and 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 even like that guy the other day we were driving up to wisconsin and this guy i'm doing i'm in the i'm in the left lane i'm doing 10 miles an hour over the speed limit and this guy he cuts he comes up behind us and i can see him i go this is gonna be a problem he almost clips us when he passes us on the right side which is fine if maybe i should have been i shouldn't have been in the left lane but i'm going five miles an hour over yeah. So, but some people like to do 50 over, whatever. Then he was mad oh, that yeah, we were in the left yeah, lane. Yeah, yeah. So then he cut us off when he turned over. Or when he came back into the lane, he cut us off. Oh, oh! if he would have stopped at the gas station that we were at, you know, the next gas station, I would have followed him in. It wouldn't have been a problem. <laughs> because it's like we got two kids in the car. Right. Like where you're going is not more important than other people's safety. Totally. But anyways, that's mine. So mine, uh, I immediately knew mine. And mine is, um, I'm just going to say dog mess. Dog mess in general. I love yes. having dogs. I love our dogs. I love our bo- Okay. I love Cora. But when I look at Rocco, I'm just like, you are our boy. Yeah, Rocco is our old gray uh, boxer. He's he's uh, He turns eight soon. And their, their life expectancy is like eight to ten years. Yeah. And he's he's healthy. He's yeah. he's doing well. He doesn't have like, you know, we we 
he we take good care of our, our puppies. Yeah. Um, but he's just gray. He's just a gray old man, and he loves to cuddle. Yeah, he's, he's just, just a, the sweetest boy, and he's, he's been with, good he's been with us through everything. He was here before Haley was. Right. So, so every know. part of our relationship, he's been a part of. Right. You know. Um. But anyway, dog mess. Whether it be shit in the backyard that I have to clean up and step around. Right. I get pissed if I have to to um mop up their mud paws. I get super irrationally upset if I if they come on the couches and make them stink because they've just been outside in the wet or something. I'm just oh, that sets me 0 to 100 real quick. Right. Well, at least you know it's irrational. Because it, I do know it's irrational. Yep. I can't control it. Yep. No, I just like you can't control it. I know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not arguing with you. I'm. At least you know it's irrational. So I had to say it. I had to. I had to say. I know it is. Sometimes, I can't control it. Just like you can't control yeah, it. I know. In the car. I know. I'm. I'm just. I. I am. We're on the same page. Mm-hmm. I'm sleeping. Anyway, on next tonight. card. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you pick you pick one out of these two. What movie is sure to make you cry every time you watch it? Or this one. Uh, when was let's just do both. Okay. When, when was the time you laughed? So, uh, we'll start with this one. When was what is the movie that makes you cry every time you watch it? I know the answer for you. <laughs> what is it? Notebook. Yeah, totally. Every time she cries, every time I do too. I I, I cry. It's so one, good. One movie that makes me cry every time now, especially. Is it's a movie called Cinderella Man? Oh, are you gonna say with the when when he goes to the? Well, no. What the the part the part that makes me cry is he's got little kids. It's during the depression, and he's a boxer, and they he's lost his job. He has no money. The food, um, isn't it? And and yeah, so he they they have ham one night, and the dad comes home from working out. He's trying to he's trying to be a professional boxer. And he's really hungry, and he goes to eat some ham, and his kid looks at him and says, "Daddy, I'm still hungry." And so oh. I'm gonna cry talking about. It. He gives him the plate of food, and he's like, "Don't worry, so don't worry, buddy. I ate a huge steak before I got here." Yeah. And so he gave his his I think it was his son his his food oh. every time that makes me cry because I'm like every parent would do the same thing. It's like absolutely you can eat before I eat. You but, love your kids, but yeah, he lied. Good. You know, obviously he lied. He lied to his kid and said, "I'm full. I ate a big steak dinner before I came here." And it's just like, oh. No. Uh, hard times. That's a great movie. If you haven't seen the movie Cinderella Man, it's a great, clean family movie. Oh, that makes you want to watch it. Now. It's a good, it's a great movie. Um, okay, so. Uh, when was the time we we laughed the most together? I I cannot come up with a single instant. I know. Inst- I, I can't, I, I can't I can... think of one time. Here's the thing. I think we laughed together at least once every single day. Right. I don't think there's a single day that goes by that we don't laugh together at least once. Or or I know I always laugh once with you. Right. But when I'm thinking about like just belly laughing, dying, rolling on the floor laughing, probably when we lived with Joseph. Yes. When we <laughs> lived with Joe, there were times Yeah. It was it was a rodeo. <laughs> It was a, it was, it, yeah, that was, there was a lot of good laughter there. Yeah. Yeah. I, totally. I, 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 I can't come up with a single time that we've just, I mean, because there's so many times we've just laughed. Until right. We, but um, I know for a fact that when, when we lived with Joseph and it was, and Joe was involved, <laughs> there was times where I couldn't breathe. Yeah. I was laughing. Like it hurts. So hard. Like, you know, when you laugh and you like your face hurts and your belly hurts. And it's like it's hard to breathe, and you're just yeah. like that. That happened quite often. That, totally. So I will say, when I was pregnant, though, there was lots of times where I almost, actually, where I did pee my pants, laughing. So that you still pee your pants when you laugh too hard. I know. Perks of having babies. <laughs> so then, like when I found out she would pee a little bit if I made her laugh, like I'm goofy, but and I and you laugh at my stupid jokes often. You always make me laugh. Yeah, and but then it was like. Gonna try to make you pee your pants. Like, I would just like, it's like a challenge. Like, and then it was when it was you and my sister Cammy. Yeah, that was. Then it was like the worst for me because, right. yeah. 
you peed your pants quite a bit. You're like, I'm going to pee, I'm going to pee. And then we just keep going. And like, I'm peeing. And she's like running to the bathroom and peeing her pants. Oh, good time. Oh, that's so funny. Well, anyways. No, I think we're going to wrap it up. I think that was good. It's That's a good hour, just over an hour. So we're going to do this. Like I said, we're going to do it uh, two times a week. We really enjoy doing this. So, mm-hmm. um, But we appreciate you guys listening a lot. I know a lot of it's friends and family, but. Uh, you get to be a part of our lives even more than you are now. So <laughs> buckle up. It's only going to get better. So, all right. Well, thank you guys very much for listening. Thanks for listening. It. We will talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye.